This is Goals with Soul, a podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Joanna Ingram. And today we're going to look at what might be holding you back when you really want to elevate your business. You're ready for more. You're ready to expand into the full potential of what you are capable in your own life and the way that you can help others transform as well. And I know if you're listening to this that you're real. You are up against the struggles just like I have been and still am. We're humans traveling a real life. And that often means that and instead of showing up on Instagram in glory with champagne flutes and bubble baths, it's about getting into the messy reality of things and coming up against them and overcoming them and understanding how to allow the spirituality of our journey and the joy of the connection to be something that can help us express ourselves and articulate what we're really meant to do in this world. And when you're called to something as elevated as that, and you're ready to work with elevated clients and make amazing impact in the world, you are going to come up against blocks and barriers and things that are coming from within that are going to keep you stuck. We're not talking about external things. They come up too. But instead, the things we carry around with us often since childhood, and we just can't seem to break out of the bonds of these subconscious thoughts. And I'm always incredibly open to discovering ways of overcoming the things that are keeping us playing small because being audacious and playing big, it's in our DNA. If you're listening to this, you are ready for your next up level. You may already be at an audacious space, but there's always room for more. And if something is blocking you, then we have to find ways of overcoming that. And more and more recently, I've been leaning into different modalities to do that and become fascinated with energetics. And on this week's show, really interested in somatic work, the work of working with the body and understanding how the body-mind connection can help us to release traumas and trapped emotions so we can achieve our goals. And that's why I am super excited to welcome Nicole Pond as our special guest on this week's show. Nicole's a former University of Cambridge research scientist turned somatic healer to six-figure leaders. She helps ambitious women entrepreneurs to break free from their triggers so they can truly embody unbreakable self-belief, create ease within their business, and skyrocket themselves to their next level of growth and success. Her mission it's to empower bold leaders to escape from their past traumas and conditioning so they can create wildly successful businesses that bring them joy and freedom. Nicole believes success is only fleeting if you don't do the somatic work that allows you to hold the expansion that wild success entails. And in our wonderful conversation coming right up, we're going to dive in to how self-healing can elevate your business results and how to notice trapped emotions that are trapped in your body and keeping you stuck in your business. 
particularly why somatic work can be more impactful than mindset work, and also why we've been conditioned to achieve at the expense of our bodies. So let's find out more about this so we can make a difference in our lives and our businesses. Let's dive in. Hello, Nicole. Welcome to Goals with Soul. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. Pleasure to be here. Oh my God, I'm so excited to dive into what we're going to talk about today because I've got more and more into this idea that a lot of solutions are in the body, right? It's a mind-body connection. I've read Bruce Lipton and all the stuff. And I'm so excited to get it from an expert in this space and to share it with anyone that's listening that also wants to solve big problems by using the whole body And the word somatic, that's banded around a lot. So I'd love it if you could just tell us to start with, before we dive in, what exactly is a somatic coach and therefore what's somatic work? Sure. So somatic comes from the Greek word soma, which actually means the body and its wholeness. And what I mean by wholeness is the, the true self, the self that is, that we were born as and that can sometimes become hidden through life conditioning and traumatic experiences that make us feel less than, that affect our belief systems, affect how we view the world, affect how we see ourselves in the world. And it can really impact us showing up as our true self. And somatic work helps to heal and also embody you with more new great like positive belief systems so it's not just about healing physical ailments I think that's where sometimes people get a little bit tripped up you think oh well if we're working with the body maybe I've pulled my shoulder or I've had a an accident or or an operation and I need to recuperate or heal but this isn't the reality the reality is it's a lot more about treating mind is that right yes true I mean the thing is our experiences because we often like with mindset work and with talk therapies we concentrate on the brain but really our nervous system runs through our entire body and it stores our experiences within our entire body and our nervous system runs through all the way from the bottom of our feet to the top of our heads where our brain lives so you know working with the entire body allows you to kind of have a all approach to experience and to change you know these perceptions that we have and the way that we put ourselves out into the world yeah I mean definitely definitely we've all we're all carrying around a shed load of baggage so any way that we can find to effectively shift that we have to really be open-minded and start to lean into it I'm just really curious. I'm going to ask you literally for some tips and tricks and really the reality about how somatic work can help us as humans, as women, and also especially as entrepreneurs and coaches. But first of all, like, how did you get into this space? I know you work with with women who are building businesses and um, you know dealing with all the stuff that most of us are so familiar with. But how did you get to this point? What were you doing before? I'd love, can you take us on the journey? Yeah, of course. So I actually worked as a scientist before becoming a coach. I worked as a biologist, so I had a good understanding of the bo- the human body. But because I was a scientist, I'd kind of been trained to be very logical. And, you know, I'd struggled in the past with my mental health. Um, 
and didn't end up getting diagnosed. I ended up getting diagnosed with PMDD and complex trauma when I started becoming an entrepreneur because like many entrepreneurs, these, you know, we don't necessarily realize that we have these certain struggles. I mean, mine was quite severe, but many others entrepreneurship brings out, there's just no hiding from these issues. There's no hiding from it. So I started on this big radical self-healing journey and I got introduced to, well, actually, I got introduced to somatic work, but I actually read this wonderful book by this leading psychiatrist in America called Body Keeps the Score. His name is Bezel van der Kolk. I'm sure you've heard of it. I have, you know, I'm I'm ashamed to admit it's sitting on my nightstand and I haven't finished reading it. But now hearing you talk about that, I'm like, ah, divine timing, pick up the book. In fact, I might even get in the bath when I finish this interview and actually start and commit to reading it because like you're saying, it's clearly influenced you dramatically. Yeah, no, it just helped me understand myself and my body. I mean, because I've done lots of mindset work. I'd invested in lots of strategies. And although I did create some success, there was definitely some limitations and a big thing that often shows up with entrepreneurs and happened to myself is this case of competing desires um, where a part of you really wants the success. A part of you really wants to create this wildly successful business, live this dream life. But then there's another part of you often that can be unconscious. It might be slightly, it might be subconscious. You might have some little inkling and it might show up in, certain behaviors but that other part of you fears success and that in itself you can know all the things that you need to be doing for your business you can know you need to be going on podcasts you know you need to do live videos but that in itself can block you from actually taking the bold action towards your goals and somatic healing kind of helps it helps get that 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 negative belief and that fear on the same page as the more positive core desire so that you can feel safe moving forward so that your body knows that it's okay because we might really want something within our mind and with our brain but if our body recognizes that as some kind of even a small similarity is a past experience and that can be a smell a taste a you know, a sound, our body recognizes, our body speaks in the language of feelings. So anything that feels similar to us in a past experience, it can block us, no matter how much we try to tell ourselves that it's safe. And do you need to actually know what that event was in the past? Or is it enough to recognize the feeling somatically? Yeah, no, you don't actually need to know the event. That's a good thing with somatic workers, you don't have to leave hat have to go deep into the work and you don't have to go deep into you know past experiences but locating what happens is these experiences get stored within certain places in our bodies so as women there's many of us have had experiences where of you know we've been shunned for speaking up and it's you know it's been conditioned into us within society that women shouldn't have a voice so many women have this stuckness in their throat when they want to speak their truth and be authentic. And that in itself can block you from being yourself. My God, that is so true. I literally, there was a period of about six months early on in my business where every time I had certain thoughts around 
up leveling, pushing out my boundaries, doing the thing, my throat would literally tighten up. And it became a signal to me. Like I, I recognized it so fast. I was like, right, I'm in resistance. I'm in resistance. And Fortunately for me, I had some things that I lent into and I've actually created activations that I've used myself and now share with others to help like release that throat chakra. Ooh. But I but I didn't really at the time understand and consider somatic work as something that probably would have got me there a whole lot faster. I probably didn't need to wait months and months to work it out myself in order to remove a feeling that's in the body that's blocking me doing something big in my business. Do you come across this quite a lot with women building their businesses? What what shows up most typically, would you say? Yeah, I'd say definitely that that feeling of stuckness in your throat. And thank you for sharing that. I, I think that shows you have a great awareness of your body. And I think many, many people, when we go through tough experiences, when we go through, if whether that be a, a serious trauma or a little t trauma you know i view trauma as a spectrum it's just dependent on so many different factors yes yeah, so big t traumas and little t traumas they both of them can show up um in entrepreneurship and even the little stuff you know many of my clients have been bullied at school or experienced you know a tough breakup and that in itself can create this this stuckness within their body and it's stored within your body and i think there's no need for me to actually touch a client because I'm the facilitator, I'm the guide. Um, with somatic work, there, there doesn't need to be any touching because you're the one who holds the power within your body. It's just uncovering that for you and I help you uncover that. I help you release and also build the belief system within your body. Yeah, that's so interesting, the big T and small T trauma piece. I think that I, like many women like me, you know, strong, get it done, bit of a martyr, really, you know, carrying the weight for so many, just doing, doing, doing. And sometimes we think that because we may not have suffered what some might describe as big T traumas, that we haven't, we're not carrying baggage like that. Now, you know, mm. I love to be authentic and share my personal stories. And for those that have listened for longer, you might have heard me talking about nearly dying in childbirth and working through a year of PTSD. I certainly did have big T trauma. But interestingly, when I was looking at my business and realizing that sometimes I didn't feel safe, just didn't feel trust that that this would continue, that my business would grow. And I felt like I was blocking myself. <laughs> the small T trauma, uh, you know, I was like, seriously. Well, I, I really looked for this. And, and I'm not one that that loves trying to find a moment in the past. It's just something that for me is harder. I value it. I just don't find it as easy. But when I did do this work and, and look through this sort of subconscious timeline, I realized there was a time when my baby sister, who's, well, obviously not a baby now, she's 12 years younger than me, though. And when she was born, I got kicked out of my bedroom and I had to share with my other sister. And oh, wow. I mean, it was, I was, I don't know, 10, well, she's 12 years younger, duh, so I would have been like 11 or something, right? But the memory I formed then was that good things don't last because I loved that bedroom. You know, even now I can I can remember the way the sunlight 
fell through the curtains and the joy Ooh. I had lying on that bed. It was at the back of the house. I have a deep love of the sun and the particular lighting. And anyway, you can tell by the way I'm describing it. And I had this memory that I was kicked out that bedroom and therefore good things can't last, which as an adult got translated into waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. So even though things are going really well and my business is booming, I'm working with energizing clients, like somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, that's all going to go wrong soon. Or I'm not going to celebrate yet because this is probably only temporary or, you know, not even those aren't even conscious thoughts. Those are you know, now I'm I'm obviously leaning into thinking it through consciously, but it's amazing to learn that. And is this obviously I'm I'm wanting to relate this to somatic work. Is this the kind of um the kind of blocks that typically come up with the small T trauma stuff that you see in entrepreneurs? Oh yeah, definitely. I think you well, thank you for sharing those stories with me. I think childbirth in itself, like many women go through traumatic births it is a traumatic experience you know it's a very painful experience and we get flooded with all these hormones after we've given birth that make us kind of forget it and calm our body down so that we don't forget it but our nervous the body keeps the score and the body doesn't forget it and that experience you had as a child you know you're young and we make meaning and we make our nervous system senses threats even if they're the smallest little minute things and it can affect trauma in itself is is subjective and it differs from the person to person and you know there's obviously there's genetics there's environment there's so many different things that come into play and as a scientist I know this but even as a human who's lived through big traumatic events and small traumatic events like even even in the conditioning of our society can affect us. I mean, since the industrial revolution, we've been, people had to work 12 hour days to be able to provide for their families. And we've been conditioned to believe that we need to work our asses off at the expense of our body, ignoring our body. And, you know, that's not important as long as we can provide. And we've been conditioned to believe that productivity is always being busy and in reality you know our body is does everything for us and it is the most important we like we are the most important asset and our body is the most important asset that we hold on to because it's what it's the one thing that we have throughout our entire lives that allows us to do everything that we always wanted and you know our experiences get stored within us and it doesn't matter what the experience maybe it you know our brain is great at remembering anything absolutely everything so how do we find these trapped emotions and more importantly how do we get rid of them <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm sitting here thinking yeah I mean that's so true and if we sit with those physical symptoms or blocks emotions within our body so I'm just going to ask another question first I'm like isn't it true that we could get sick? I love that you're, you know, you're a scientist as well. But like these emotions, we often hear now these days that if you're sitting on these big, heavy, negative thoughts, that actually they can manifest themselves physically. And I mean, things like yeah. autoimmune diseases and even cancers can come to reality. I mean, my sister, she's the most fierce, amazing woman I know. 
Um, she went through a, a dreadful divorce and prior to that, a really awful relationship. And four years after that, she was diagnosed with stage three C ovarian cancer. And thank God we're now five years out and she's great. She's got no evidence of disease. It's an absolute miracle. And I think we all believe that the toxicity of that relationship and more importantly, the way that she um, she held that inside, the way she processed Mm, mm. the, the trauma from the relationship created a situation where something like that could happen and I know that that not everybody feels that that's truthful and I respect everybody's opinion I can only talk about you know mine and my family's beliefs and experiences but it just felt so aligned the interesting thing is that after she went through all the chemo and and all of the um obviously the trauma of of having the cancer and overcoming it she let so much shit go, <laughs> you know, all of that that she was holding on to. She just turned into a different person. A different, uh, she was just so much more fixated on her own happiness and not worried mm. about past stuff. And, you know, I, I'd like to think that that had something or even a lot to do with her her recovery and, and her being in remission and stuff. We hear it all the time. It's a It's an amazing story, but it makes me think, and I'd love to get your point of view on it, Nicole, like somatically, how does this stuff work? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, you know, our body is just one, so many different systems going on in itself. And, you know, our immune system is connected to our stress system. And there's a, I think there was a study done. I'm not, not fully certain, but I'll have a look afterwards. But I know there is a big, percentage of men that have been working their asses off while they've been you know working for these big companies making lots and lots of money and then they retire and they're you know their body is so stressed their immune system is stressed then they retire their immune system takes a dive because it's not in that overdrive state because when you're stressed your body is working extra hard you know it's not a normal state of being when they stop working they get sick and they get sick and many people there's many men that have had heart attacks or got ill in their 60s when they've retired so there's definitely a correlation there that you know the stress quite does impact it does impact your bodily systems it does it puts when you're in fight or flight or when you're in that overdrive state of being in survival mode your body is priming you for survival and it will at the expense of other things. You know, it wants you to keep you safe in the then and the now, but it's not taking into account the the stress that, you know, what it's going to create in the future because there's definitely a correlation between illness and, I mean, there's so many different illnesses that are created by, or at least triggered by stress. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think anybody doubts it now. At least nobody listening to this podcast is likely to be in the camp that doesn't feel that um, when we put ourselves under a lot of emotional pressure, there's not an effect or a storage of that emotion somewhere in our body. And so circling back around to the solution, somatically at least, I know a lot of people will jump into thinking, oh, I've got subconscious blocks, therefore I need mindset work. I think that's been the mm-hmm. go-to for many, many years. It's like, oh, you're not getting there. It's obviously in your head, go and get some mindset work. But more and more recently, there's been so much more of a surgence in energetics and somatic work and things that 
are an alternative to the traditional mindset work, and at least from my perspective, seems so much more appealing. So from a somatic point of view, how do you go ahead and help someone through the sorts of things that we've been talking about? Yeah, sure, of course. So, I mean, I I love mindset work. Mindset work is fantastic, but I do believe that it only really t- touches the surface and, you know, it can be a powerful modality if there's not other stuff that's stuck within the body. And somatic work allows you to really uncover uncover these blocks and, you know, a few practices that I do with, you know, initially with a client, it's all about their safety and helping them feel safe and helping them feel safe to bring up these experiences. And the one of the first things that I do is give them some tools to be able to negate everyday stress and to somatically also get in tune with their bodies because, as I was saying before, we are very disconnected and something called interception. I mean, there's there's other different elements of that of the different how we sense the world around us interception is about sensing ourselves and these these senses can become diminished when we're constantly on the go and we're constantly being productive and we're constantly trying to be a high achiever so expanding our senses and making us more present and being able to feel ourselves and understand ourselves fully and understand our bodies that that is a skill and that is something that I teach clients also helping them to locate these um these stresses within their body and work at helping them move through that so how do we do that like no I'm genuinely like how do you locate a stress or not a stress like I can locate stress I've got stressed shoulders mm, right now mm, like mm. if you were watching this on a video you'd see me sort of moving my shoulders around as I'm talking because I sit at my desk too many hours newsflash but that is completely <laughs> different to holding an emotion in the body how would you track mm. that down sure well the thing is we're actually even though it might be unconscious we our bodies is very smart at letting us know when you think of that emotion I would talk a client through you know allowing them to think about something that is causing them stress or you know maybe they're procrastinating on something that needs doing or they're self-sabotaging in a way and not putting themselves out there I'd help them to think about that situation and through that process we would they'll be able to identify that part when you talk she they talk about that emotion and the body will let you know where it is the body is very intelligent and it will show you exactly where it is and the mind will once you've located it the mind will be opened up to allowing you to understand that a little bit more and you can also work with both the body and the mind to to heal and to uncover and make those parts of you feel safe yeah, it's Does like a release. Sense? Yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah. the word release is coming through really strongly for me. It's like you find it, and then working with mind and body in synergy, you release the emotion and yeah. allow the body to let go. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. And sometimes, depending how deep the the wound is, you know, sometimes it can re- be released after one session, but sometimes it it takes a couple other sessions just to get that part of you to feel safe. 
Yeah, it's fascinating work. Is it similar to what I know as kinesiology? Is that the, did I get the word right there? It's like muscle I testing. So. Yeah, so yeah, so it, it can be similar. That is one kinesiology is like one of our kinesthetics. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure that okay. is another one of our senses. It's like our, our bodily movements. So that is part of the modality that I use with somatic work. So it's a, a a model called Siban, I think it's Siban. Okay. One of the things that I have really lent into is EFT, you know, tapping. Is mm. that part of somatic work as well? It seems to sort of sit in a category of its own a little because it's become so popular. But is that within the fold of somatic work in general? I, to be honest, I'm not sure. I don't think it is, but I see it as a somatic tool because it is tapping into the innate healing uh, abilities of the body you know you're able to use your hands to to heal your mind and heal your body and calm your stress response so I view it as a smack tool and I love using that with clients yeah it's so so powerful Nicole it's like okay before I go I really want to ask you a little bit about the sort of results that people get when they deal with their when they somatically deal with these blocks barriers and trapped emotions and mm, obviously as, mm. as as entrepreneurs we're always keen to hear the big business stories but I know it's bigger than that it's it's deeper so what are the kind of shifts that you've seen you know with your own clients or on your journey as you were training and with your mentors it's just so exciting to hear the real power behind somatic work mm. So a big thing that I've seen my clients be able to achieve and myself is the ability to be able to receive more success and hold on to that success. So being able to hold on to like more clients, being able to have that capacity and the energy to to serve more clients and to operate at that higher frequency of being able to deliver on your program promise and being able to be high achieving but also taking care of yourself so that you can create ease in life and in business so that you're you know being able to do the things but they're not a pressure on you they're not shoulds they're something that you thoroughly enjoy doing and this allows you to be able to generate more wealth I mean I've had clients that had didn't feel safe holding large amounts of money so that they would sign lots of clients, you know, make lots of money, but then end up spending it, invest, reinvesting it. And it was a total, you know, up and down roller coaster of their financial situation. So being able to feel safe holding on to money and keeping it is a big part of somatic work. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I've, I've seen it so many times. The pattern is repeated everywhere we look, actually, where people do really well and then crash, you know, emotionally. Mm. The idea that you do a big launch and then you can't get out of bed for three days or you're just like, mm. it's too much. It's like your nervous system's just ragged after something like that if you're not self-regulated and you're, you've got your nervous system under control. So, yeah, I really see the power. And I know that, Everybody wants to feel that way, feel calmer, feel mm, mm. the ability to take on challenges in life and business with ease and grace and not be kind of spiking up and down and instead to stay steady and, and hold the energy. Is there anything that you can share, Nicole, today with us that 
we could do easily or simply as a piece of inspired action to help us perhaps move through something small or start our journey? Yeah, of course. So I think a good a good first step to get into your body and to get introduced to somatic work is to notice next time next time you're feeling stressed or you're in a situation that is causing you some unpleasant emotions or is causing you to feel stuck to notice what's happening in your body and notice what emotions are showing up in your body and you know be be gentle with them and offer them a nurture nurturing hand maybe you can touch that part of your body where you experience it and just let it know that you're there Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. I'm going to do that. I just think that it's time to get out of our heads and into our bodies so much more. I'm speaking personally. I say our, I mean me. I think it's important to feel those emotions and move through them because business is such a roller coaster. And, you know, when we can elevate how we're moving through that with ease and grace, then everything else gets easier. And and ultimately, we're here to make an impact and to help those people, serve those people that, you know, we're meant to work with. And if we're not holding ourselves to the highest account in taking care of ourselves, Mm. both physically and mentally, then we're not really going to be able to expand to our highest potential. So, Nicole, thank you. I appreciate you so much. It's been fascinating to learn more about somatic healing and what you do with your clients so if people want to know a little bit more about what you do where can they find you online oh it's been my absolute pleasure of of being on here joe thank you so much um so you can find me i am nicole pond on instagram and nicole pond on linkedin and i will drop those links in the show notes if you want to touch base with nicole and understand a bit more about you doing the somatic work to actually improve your business nicole just to say thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show thank you joe my big appreciation to Nicole. If you want to learn more about somatic work, you know where to find her. And indeed, if you are ready for your next big elevation and you want to work with energized clients who inspire you and you want to bring in abundance in your business by leveling up your messaging, your offers, the way you show up and how visible you are, then I would love to share some more insights on that with you. Drop into my Instagram. I'm over at iamjo.ingram and drop me the word ready and I'd love to learn more about your business and let's chat about how you can elevate yourself to your audacious and amazing next level now. And so just to wish you an inspired action week, take care. Bye now.